You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hola, hola. Welcome to another week's episode of Moms No Expert Podcast. This week, I have the wonderful and fabulous Irma Ortiz, a.k.a. my mom, a.k.a. grandma. That's what we call her at home. Say hi, mom. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. She don't know what time it is. Anyway, <laughs> so we normally start with how will we, by we, I mean me. I start saying how my week was. So how was your week, mom? Oh, it was fabulous. Until now, everything's been good. Until now. So I don't think that it's... She thinks this is going to be bad. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So I have uh, a segment that I call As a Mom, I Felt That. And in that segment, I read a quote that I found online or on a Facebook group, and then we discuss it. So my quote today that I found is, your children don't belong to you. You're on borrowed time with them. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to build a better human being, not to build a mini version of you. And all your deflated hopes and dreams. Help them become the best them, not the best you. It's pretty cool. Like, I like that quote. Uh, what do you think about the quote, Mom? Oh, it is fantastic. I like it a lot. You like it a lot? I think that that's, it's interesting because a lot of people, when they um, have children, that's like their thing. They want to create like the better version of themselves. But no, you got to be, be have the better version of your child, whatever they choose to be or whoever they want to be. I hope nobody can see, listen to my daughter in the background. So I'm not talking. It's you. Anyway, so. <laughs> great conversation, Mom. Okay, so my second segment is Mom Said What? Which is normally where I interview. If I have a uh, guest, I interview. And since you are my guest today, I'm going to make you questions. I'm going to ask you questions. Really intriguing and down to the core questions. I hope you're ready. I'm just kidding. She's scared, guys. <laughs> so my first question, just to break the ice, is name three things that you miss about Puerto Rico. I miss my friends, my family, and the weather. The weather? Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> All right. So tell me your best memory as a child. Uh, well, I might remember... When I was a kid, maybe nine, ten years old, I was living in my father's house. And at night he had um, like a negocio. Like and a shop. at night when he came from his job, he used to bring us like um, donuts, um, you know, some like nice snacks Sweets. stuff. And even though we were sleeping, he used to get up. Everybody had to get up and receive him with the snacks and eat and that. And it was a nice time. I think that it will be what part of my remember thing that I did with my dad. That's that pretty. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. That's good. So since we're talking about your father, <laughs> so when you well when you became a mom, so what was the lessons that you learned from your father because your mom wasn't there? So what was the lessons you learned from him, or what was the things that you that he did that you obviously were like I'm not doing that as a mother. 
when I had, well, before you, if you know that I had a boy child, and when I had him, it was, I have to say it was kind of difficult because he didn't accept my relationship. And based on that, he did not accept my kid either. So that made it hard for me to have a relationship, a relationship with him. But my stepmom, I should say that she was an inter... Like the middle per person? The middle, yeah, she was the middle person. So she had to do so many tricks <laughs> to convince yeah, him. to make on you know to make the connection or to at least for him to see my boy as his grandson. But it was very difficult. I have to say it was difficult for that time. So you guys never had like a great relationship, but is there anything that you what were the good things that you learned from your dad that he did with you guys that you're like, oh that's something that although, you know, he wasn't a, the greatest father, that was a good parenting thing. I think between my dad and my stepmom, I had a better relationship with my stepmother mm -hmm. than with him. So if I have to say that I got more um, parenting, parenting, even though she was she wasn't my mother, but I feel that she was a better mother to me uh, than my dad was my father okay so she was the the one that um talked to me she used to be in my side because it was at one point both of us and my brothers we all had um an issue with him because he came like a mean person all of a sudden he came became a mean person to all of us even to her and it was difficult. It was mm -hmm. it was a very difficult time, but she managed to save us from him, and at least save herself a little bit, so that he won't come and hit us. Because he had a belt and he had this and he had, you know, he had always something to talk about us to hit us on. I don't know something that nothing that we did was good. Everything was bad, mm -hmm. and she tried um take us to places so we can live, um, you know, liberate our minds and have fun. And when, when we came home, it was crazy because after the fun, it came the, you know, the situations, but we managed, we managed to live through it. <laughs> but I mean, you're a strong woman. So I think, so you learn a lot from your, from your stepmom, I guess, like how to be like a mom and I guess manage those hard times because, I think, I mean, growing up, I've heard all the stories and I know like it wasn't easy growing up when it like the way you grew up. And I think you're a pretty strong woman. Yeah. And I think that the hard times make people it. I mean, obviously it makes us stronger, but it also makes us realize how much better we can be, like how better people we can be better versions yes. like the quote you know better versions of ourselves so let's just leave your father and all that greatness out there and let's move on and tell me as a parent what has been like the biggest 
hurdle like the biggest thing that you're like oh my god this is like I can't do this I've had a lot of those so what was the biggest hurdle for you that you you thought about just quitting me the mom if you have any because I mean some como eh, cuando tú o sea lo, lo más difícil de ser mamá oh wow <laughs> hard hitting questions only <laughs> okay so if I understood the question well before you I had a boy named Juan Segui so my biggest hurdle with him was for him to die at the age of 14 in a car accident that was the ice you know the, like the the topping the topping of the ice mm -hmm. that he was 14 and i was young you know like 30 like 20 i was 28 i guess in that time and that was the worst thing that i can ever happen to a person that You go to your house, and then all of a sudden, somebody's knocking on your door to tell you that something happened to your boy. And then when you go to the hospital, everything is over. Is the worst thing that you can feel in your life. I'm sorry, but I still feel it, even though it's been 30, 30 years. 33? 33 years, and, you know, it still hurts. It, maybe I don't show it sometimes, but it does hurt, still hurts. But you know what? God is so good that after my little boy died, he gave me this wonderful lady named Mari. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You don't even know how many times she made me cry. But here I am oh. next to her. I don't know what she's talking about. Mm. So talking about making you cry. So our relationship, for those who are listening, we've had a lot of ups and a lot of downs. If you if you live with a single mother or a single parent, because it doesn't have to be a single mother, you know that it's hard, right? So there's a lot of ups and downs, and relationships go through a lot of learning because as she's learning how to be a mom by herself and, like, grow, she's also having to take care of me who's also growing and who's also having all these emotions and all this stuff so our relationship have taken a lot of ups and downs and I think now it's been the best I mean it's been I mean yeah we fight but who doesn't fight <laughs> I fight with everybody I fight with the wind so it's a mean thing but we've had a lot of ups and downs and what has been something you've learned from like us going through it and like in our relationship like what has been something that you have learned from us or from me or from yourself like going through all that okay and you want me to be truthful yeah be honest okay so i'm gonna be the honest <laughs> that i can be with you at this time so i think that the best thing i have learned with you is to have patience to have patience and learn who you are mm -hmm. to accept you as you are so that I can e not equal myself to I understand mm -hmm. you as a person mm -hmm. because I have a temper you have a temper and I've learned to 
equalize that part mm -hmm. to put it together and if i see you mad i don't talk to you <laughs> i don't go near you and i go to my side and i said nope because you know why you need two people to fight that's what i have learned mm -hmm. you need two people to fight and want to start it mm -hmm. so if i don't go to you we don't fight mm -hmm. but if i go to you that means that i want to fight yeah no that's true i think that's how i think that's how our, our fights used to begin because i would be mad about something and then you would come be like well let me tell you and i'll be like well let me tell you and then that's how it started that's but true. it's funny because i also learned i think in our whole like dynamic i've learned how to talk to you and i think i've told you this before mm -hmm. that i used to be not afraid but I guess afraid is I don't know I don't think it's the right word but I would used to be like skeptical talking to you because I didn't want to hurt your feelings I didn't want to like come off wrong and like sometimes you say you're like oh you take what I say wrong and sometimes it's not that it's just we have I've learned with other people so that we have this idea of who somebody is right like I grew up because you were such you know such a strong and like hard person I thought my mom is this hard strong person so I thought that every time we talk to you, we'll receive it as a bad thing. And the same goes like for you mm -hmm. now, you think every time I, you talk to me, I, it's me. Like I take it in that, in that sense, but I've learned how to talk to you. Like now we have conversations about so oh many things God, that I don't yeah. think, like we talk about sex. We talk about shit that I never thought that I would be able to talk to you about yeah. because of how our relationship was. And I think it's awesome because it show it shows growth and it shows that even that people can change i hate when people say oh well i'm old like and i can't change and i think that's such a cop out because like you are old i'm not in that sense sorry i'm not <laughs> people are coming for me no like i mean you know you yeah, are seasoned yeah. <laughs> so but you have learned how to grow with the times and like you mold yourself and you and you're always very reci recipient of things especially now with Danny and like her whole dynamic you are so I sometimes you're even more open than I am I'm like ready to flip on her and you're like nana calmate and I'm like eh. but it's I mean it shows I mean it shows growth and I love it <laughs> I'm like so <laughs> um so let's talk about the good what has been the greatest i guess reward of being a mom oh my god my granddaughter i agree i agree that's her best friend that's my best oh my god i don't know how to describe it it's like like we are a clung mm -hmm. a clung so and i like it because she's so understanding of me And I understand her so much that we are like one person. Mm -hmm. And she comes to me and she shows me everything that she's looking at YouTube and she's looking at that and TikTok and grandma, look at this. And I like this and I, I watch with her and she loves that. She loves that, that I go down like her, that I go down as a kid with her. So I have to learn how to do that to gain her. And to, you know, for her to be like the way she is with me is surprising. You should see. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I, it's amazing. And I, I always joke because I'm like, am I your best friend? She's like, no, my grandma's my best friend. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> But um, no, she's been awesome. And I and 
you know, before I go to my last segment, which I'm going to, I'm normally do a little like game, but I'm going to do something special. Um, but before I go to that segment, uh, talking about like you and like when you got sick and I remember when you were in the hospital, she was so down because you're her grandmother, right? And like, I don't think she processed it. I don't think none of us have processed it, like how we should have processed, processed it or whatever the word is, but she was very like i i'm i'm so happy grandma's coming home like when you know when you were coming home and she was she was very happy to see you and she's always so worried about you she's always like well where are you going to the hospital why are you doing this like she's very she she loves you more than i'm pretty sure loves her parents like i'm pretty sure she loves you first and then us so for my last segment i want to give you the floor because i know that this is i want you to this is like a healing time and i know that you know you're going through it when it comes to the whole dialysis thing and i've talked about it here on the podcast prior because this is my healing place Mm -hmm. and i talk about um when i'm going through things and it just helps me talk about it and i expressed how when you got sick i never processed it because again you are this strong alpha woman in my life and i've never seen you hurt you know i've seen you hurt but not in the sense where you can get you can get better so it really hurt me and i think i didn't want to process that because i wanted to see you in that like you're the strong woman Mm -hmm. um but i just want to hear like what how do you feel i mean i think we don't really talk about it we really don't we yeah we talk about that you're sick and you go through this but we don't talk about how you're feeling about it for real so i want to give you the floor to talk to me in a mic and everybody else is going to listen to it at home (laughs) okay so it's been a year with this um whole dialysis thing and i'm still i still do not accept it but the only thing that gets me awake um is that i know through dialysis i'm alive and that keeps me near my family my daughter and my granddaughter so it's been hard sometimes i stay in my room sometimes and just thinking about i don't know if it's okay to have dialysis maybe i went too fast maybe i should have another opinion of another doctor I talked to the girls in the dialysis, you know, the, the patients that we talk about the same because we are all frustrated because, you know, you just one day go to one thing to the hospital and then all of a sudden you have to have dialysis to live. So it's been very hard um, for me to, proce- to process it. But it's keep me going and here we are. And then the other thing that I have problem is that the fistula is not working. It's been a year with the dialysis and the fistula. But now I have to go back to the hospital to do another surgery or whatever. And this thing of the, like I'm scared of the. Oh, like the. Um, oh, my God. I forget the name. I'm always scared of that. That, that like going under I know, I know what they, you mean they sleep you and you don't know if you're gonna wake up and 
I'm scared anesthesia. of that. anesthesia. Yeah, I'm scared of that. And that was the first thing I asked the nurse when she told me that I had to go to another surgery. And I said, oh, my God, again? Because even though I'm, I'm scared because of the whole dialysis thing, because don't think that we have dialysis and it's good. Even you getting dialysis, you can die right there. You never know. So don't think about that we are safe. We are in a think of a little risking your life, risking yeah. your life. Yeah. So you go to dialysis to make you better. And you know, it is what it is, but at least I'm alive and I'm thankful. Let me tell you people that I'm thank you, thankful for every single day waking up and thanking God for letting me see another day. And have a day with my daughter, my granddaughter, and everybody. I love my life, <laughs> and I want to keep it. <laughs> so before we go, I want to keep it on a good note. So um, for those moms out there that may be struggling, you know, or, or are going through a rough patch with their children, what would it be a good advice um, that you would give those moms or dads that are out there, you know, going through it right now? What would be a good advice that you would give them? Okay, I think the better, the best advice that I will give them is to sit down and talk to your children. Ask them, ask them what is going on. I know it's hard because, oh my God, they have their own life <laughs> and they don't want you in their life. But you know, sometimes it's good to sit down and talk to them because if they see that you are preoccupied about them, they will open up and talk to you. So I think the best thing to do is sit down and talk to your children. Well, thank you, Mom, for coming into my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my mom and I talk. And, yeah, I will have you back because okay. I like it. <laughs> love you. I do love you, too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Moms No Expert Podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Moms No Expert Podcast and share the show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. <laughs>